Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning, my friend, on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning, March the 3rd, year of our Lord, 2024. Dude, how are things going on up there in Los Angeles, California? Heard you had some rain up there. Yeah, we finally got uh, the rain came and went again. We got a little sunshine out there. Yes, it is the Ides of March. I forget Ides what that March. reference is to, but let's go with it. Something, something to do with Caesar and uh, the 15th of March. And uh, I think he was offed or something by some dudes that didn't like him. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Kind of like Brutus, Mike Pence, you know, kind of like Mike, Mike the Brutus mm, Pence. See? Something like that. See the trader. Everything's connected. Boy, didn't that guy think he was going to do well when he came out of the gate? Not, not, not so, so much, much, Mike. How about back to your radio career in Ohio, you loser? Thank you. I don't, I don't think he even has that anymore. Done. Hey, uh, welcome everybody to our show. We have so much to dive into. It's amazing. We were just talking about this before we start rolling here. It's amazing what's happened just in six days. Incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. Ronna McDaniel, out. Out. M McConnell, out. Out. I mean, we'll... Yeah. we'll but first, at the top of the uh, the top of the heap, everybody, I actually went to the voting polls yesterday. Yay! That's right. Here in the in deep blue uh, California, uh, we are part of the Super Tuesday. That's yes, Super Tuesday. We are. It's like it's like a a truck show at it the is. Anaheim Stadium. <laughs> Monster truck show. Super Monster Tuesday. Show. Bring your kids. Nine ninety five plus a soda. Plus a soda. Throw throw in a soda. Yeah. So that's uh, coming up on Tuesday. And this is where it's it, it, you know we're right in the meat uh, the meat of it. Everybody. Yeah. Um, Trump had a fantastic couple of rallies yesterday. He's already knocking down Missouri and knocking down all these states. Totally. Uh, we're gonna he's, he's putting the uh, the nail in the coffin on Tuesday. He will he will not lose a single state. No, uh, is won't. that what you're seeing as well? Hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Um, about a third of the total delegate count is up for grabs this coming Tuesday uh, across 14 states in these great United States. Uh, he's obviously coming into this 100 percent successful, so he's won everything so far. Mathematically, he can't he he can't uh, lock it up, but basically, it's going to make it almost impossible for anybody else because that, that other person would have to win every other remaining uh, uh, Which state <laughs> to make it to make it work. Yeah, but you know, since you let me just quickly, I will come back into the politics. But I think you know, a lot of times our side, we kind of get down on ourselves sometimes. We've had a lot of wins, dude. We've had a lot of wins, and I really want to just quickly. We got rid of Paul Ryan. We got rid of Liz Cheney. We got rid of Mitt Romney. We got rid of Adam Kinzinger. We got rid of Kevin McCarthy. We got rid of Ronald McDaniel. And we got rid of now Mitch McConnell. I mean, we're doing really, really well. Well, yeah, the pins are falling um, because Trump is ascendant. And when you clear all the cobwebs out of the way, all, yeah. the, all the noise, when you really get down to it, the writing is on the wall. The comeback yep. has begun. Yeah. Um, we still got a lot of bumps in the road to smooth out, obviously. Yeah. Um, we got to get a new uh, a new Rana in there, if you want to call it that. And, you know, they're actually floating uh, Eric's wife, Eric Trump's wife. Oh, yeah. 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 I think she's going to be in there to basically I, I, I saw that, Dave. And I think her, basically the whole thing there is so she can keep an eye on things. She's kind of like, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. I mean, she, he needs that. Right. Because yeah. otherwise it just gets too swampy. And there's the consultants and the millions and the limos and the, and the, the fancy restaurants and the, you know, all out of control. So she is I think she's in there to keep an eye on things. That North Carolina dude is going to be OK, but she has to keep some tromponi. I think, they, I think they might even do a co-chairmanship. Oh, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, which, which, which I like that. Be, that which is fine for me. Uh, mainly the, the main reason is to just smooth out the election process, make sure we get a fair shake. Right. And to do the uh, the ele election ballot harvesting, which is so important nowadays. It's, it's a reality. We can't shy away from it. 
Yep. Um, look at, if you want to get in the details of what that's all about, please do. But the harvesting of ballots is, is just it's just it's just a reality now. We have to deal with it. Yeah, it's not but like hey, you let's, plant let's, them let's, in the ground and then harvest them. It's a different kind of thing. Yes. Yes. It's not like uh, the hey, food let's, harvesting. Let's dive into some California action because this is our, yeah. you know, everything, every, this is our back door, back, uh, me, our backyard. Yeah. And um, let's throw out a name. Let's throw out Steve Garvey. Steve uh, we Garvey. kind of barely mentioned him because we thought, well, hey, a Republican winning the Senate uh, Senate seat in California, you got to be kidding me, Dave. Are you crazy? Right, right. As of today, even the Los Angeles Times, you yeah. saw the headline, yeah. has Steve Garvey winning, leading. Yeah. Now, before I get too excited, he's at 27%. <laughs> Remember, if he is the uh, the lone Republican, once November rolls around, everybody will coalesce on the Democrat side behind Schiff. Right. Which means he you know, likely would finish in second. But I got to tell you, um, it's been rather refreshing and Steve's run a very low-key campaign, zero money. They've given him like pennies. That's but guess right. what? Um, the big thing that's come out over the last few weeks is uh, the brain-dead Democrats out here have thought, well, Schiff's campaign goes, you know, we, we got to pull this double psyop, psych job on the Republicans. And we're going to actually start uh, throwing in millions, literally tens of millions of dollars yeah, into commercials, yeah, yeah. bashing Steve Garvey as being too MAGA. Guess right. what? It's backfiring. Didn't work. Didn't work. I mean, if you actually I watched a couple of the debates that he had with Schiff. I mean, anybody who would support that pencil neck Schiff who lied in front of Congress and in front of the American people about J6, about all of it. He absolutely lied to Congress. He lied to people. It's proven now. Uh, so anybody who supports him is a complete fool and a moron. And that dude will do anything for the CCP. I saw him all dressed up in some Chinese jacket the other day trying to get some <laughs> money. Right. Ridiculous. But Garvey is surging. It's amazing. Obviously had a storied career as a professional baseball player at the Padres uh, and the Dodgers. Um, world champion. He's got great name recognition. As you said, they've spent hardly any money. Um, but he's doing great. And let's just hope he can push through. It might be a little challenging for the, you know, in the final, uh, you know, in the in November election. But hey, one win at a time, baby. One, but it, it shows you that the fake, it's a fake narrative that, oh, if they want to tie anybody to Trump, he's going to drag him down. Uh, uh, it's the opposite. 100%. So I, I, yeah. I, want, I want to play one of the commercials. When you hear these commercials, dude, in, in yeah. Los Angeles, and this is for everybody that's listening around the world, you think it's a pro Steve Garvey commercial. You start, oh, he's got, he's like this or that. He's doing nothing because they don't they don't talk about his actual legislation that he wants to push forward. At the very end, it goes, uh, "I'm Adam Schiff, and I approve this message." You go, "What?" <laughs> so here's just the beginning of one. Yeah, Ready? Good, Here we let's go. Hear it. Yeah. Two leading candidates for Senate, two very different visions for California. Steve Garvey, the leading Republican, is too conservative for California. He voted for Trump yes, twice yes. <laughs> and supported Republicans for years, including yes. far-right conservatives. Good. Adam Schiff, the leading Democrat. <laughs> then they go on. To, yes, right. But just that beginning, you go, you're right. I'm, yeah. I'm behind you, dude. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. You know what I just I just sort of thought about, Dave, when you played that? I think I might consider a voiceover career for my next thing in politics. Just because you know, <laughs> like that's when all these voiceover guys get really popular for these commercials. But they, look, it's the same thing going on in multiple jurisdictions around the country. I mean, a friend of mine called me the other day and said they were driving around San Diego and saw a sign that said Falconer Trump. And that's all it said. Falconer Trump with the Trump, I, like with the uh, the letters spelled like Trump does for his election stuff. 
but you got to wonder who put that up. Now, Kevin Falker is basically he's a registered, registered Republican. He's kind of more of an independent. He was the mayor of San Diego. He's now running for the Board of Supervisors. But to your point, Dave, this is all about guilt by association. The only thing the left hand side can run on is associating people that are running with Trump. They have no policies. The policies they have have failed. They have no answers. Everything they've tried has failed. Why? Because they're Marxist, communist, leftists. And that's why. And so not, they, they, I, I tried so hard to look back over the last three years. Give me one example of something that's gone well. Anything. Please call in right into the show anything nothing <laughs> yeah right right and yeah send us a send us a, a headline in the air or something hey you could go back 20 30 years for democrat pro, uh legislation that has just nothing has has worked out for them um yet they have managed to somehow gain control here and there um let's go back to mcconnell dude 1984 right. first elected to the u.s senate 1984 yep. Crazy. Uh, he's a fossil obviously corrupt as as any of them can can be yeah um Thank goodness he finally got the here here here's the thing with him. He ain't going out right away, is he? No, that's the problem. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, he, he's going to hang around till after the election. And you got to um, ask yourself why? Why? Okay. There's no need, uh, right? So I, I want us to tie to get this together to a story that just came out a couple weeks ago everybody. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about who McConnell is married to. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he is married to Elaine Chow. Yep. Is that right? She yep. is even Trump had her in some kind of ridiculous, powerful position. Yeah. He, uh, this is his second marriage. She yeah. has direct ties to the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. She does. Yeah. Um, she, what was her what was her exact position? Secretary um, of Transportation. One of the you. one of many mistakes that Trump made when he came in was keeping mm. keeping spies and rhinos and globalists and CCP assets in because he didn't think they could do much harm because there were people above that would kind of control the situation. That was a mistake. And he and knows it. Tell he knows it. That's not going to happen in the next it's, administration. It's not going to happen. You know, he but, learned but his she, lesson. She was, she's tied into all of that. And we'll t expand on that in a minute. So Chow, the Chow family is actually a very wealthy Chinese family. Huge. There's like five kids there, right? Yeah. So they come over here. Somehow she infiltrates uh, into the uh, the political uh, uh, you know, scene in Washington D.C. meets McConnell, obviously uh, dazzles him with her beauty and charm, or no doubt they marry, right? Yeah. But it just so happens that the whole family is uh, is a big shipping magnet. That's right. Worth tons, if not billions, millions, billions, billions whatever. Yeah. Her younger sister. This is very interesting, people. Angela Chow, the sister-in-law of Mitch McConnell, right, um, was okay. found dead on February 11th yep. in a pond in a private ranch in Johnson City outside of Austin, Texas. Yeah. Now, is it in any way connected to McConnell actually stepping down? A, a week later, two, yeah. Two, I knew right away when I saw that, I go, okay, this is weird. How can this, you know, 50-year-old, she drives her car into a pond? I don't think she's a partier. I don't think she's a druggie. She's by herself. Yeah. She she was in a, this was not like an ocean or a lake. This is a pond, people. Yeah. Yeah. And just as of yesterday, or two days ago, March 1st, I believe it was, they finally said, you know what? This is a murder investigation. Yeah. Dude, give me your feedback on this. Yeah, this is a crazy story. There's a ton of detail to this. I would really encourage folks to go to our social media page at Rant and Rave 1776 and check out the story because... And in fact, Epic Times did a great piece on this, which we put out, but because um, there's so much detail here that's so important to get across. But yeah, 
she was anything but a kind of a druggie or whatever, right? I mean, um, went to Harvard for undergrad, got a Harvard MBA, um, you know, worked her way up the family business, ended up becoming CEO and running the, the successful shipping business. And that she was basically the conduit. So we're a dot connecting show, right, Dave? So she was the conduit for the CCP through her, through the family shipping business into Elaine, the sister, who then became Secretary of Transportation. And Mitch was basically just go along, get along, Mitch, right? He's just like, you know, flood the bank account and I'll be fine. I'll make sure things go your way. And he did for many decades. So, you know, a few details here, you know, to kind of get across. She maintained obviously very high level connections with various people uh, in the CCP. This is all very well documented. Um, you know, and, you know, look, Mitch has had a lot of uh, folks in his family die over the last 50 years. But like you said, they kind of strange how he resigned one week after, you know, this kind of happened. Now, the dots and the questions, right? Are there any connections between Angela Chow's death and Mitch McConnell and upcoming, you know, he's relinquishing his his uh, Senate majority lead? Now, who knows? We'll find out for sure as this investigation unfolds. But as you said, the sheriff's office has refused to release any footage any uh, video, any arrest, uh, and nothing, uh, no, um, what do you call it? The nope. autopsy results have not, nope. they're being sealed. Yeah. Dave, she was in a Tesla and backed up, supposedly, according to the, what the reports, she backed up 300 feet. That's a long ways to go by accident, okay? 300 feet right. into a service pond. Anyone's been to a ranch, you know these ponds exist all over the place. They're ponds for the cows and whatnot. She backed up 300 feet backwards into a pond and drowned okay mm. in at in at one o'clock in the morning okay I, th something is not right about this story this story this is this death is beyond suspicious there's questions around the 911 call um there's questions of connection between you know her and a variety of venture capital firms that are also tied to the CCP, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, so I absolutely believe his resignation was connected. How exactly? We're going to find out. Uh, adding another layer, the ranch where she died is owned by a corporate entity connected to her husband, venture capitalist Jim Breyer. Ah. Super wealthy individual. He's part of the Boston Celtics. He was one of the name part. He is one of the name partners in yeah. Kleiner Perkins Caulfield Buyers. I know the firm. <laughs> there, yeah. you, there you go. Yeah. So it's it's a huge amount of money. There's always a lot of cor uh, corruption involved with something like that with direct ties to the CCP. Ooh, th this alone, that alone, this is just one little story. But it's not. Yeah. This is this is a movie in in the making yeah. as we're talking right now. Uh, we will keep you posted if we hear anything about it. Um, and thank God is... Epic Times had a great piece on this Oof. because th there was zero. I trolled, man. Oh. There was zero news yeah. about this in the mainstream media. CBS, ABC, CNN, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't think the, the, the Communist uh, News Network will be touching this one at all. Uh -uh. Um, hey, uh, speaking of investigative uh, reporters, I got two, two follow-ups to that. Steve Baker from Blaze News arrested. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, from uh, Breitbart. Arrested for he dared to report the truth about January 6th. He was perp walked in handcuffs two days ago, charged. Oh, this guy, well, you know, you're what you were right the first time, Dave. This oh, guy's from Blaze TV. He's okay, from Blaze TV. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. No, unbelievable. I mean, now they're it's like they cover stories in in, in North Korea and in Cuba. And, uh, uh, you know, they're like, oh, my God, how dare how dare the state 
arrest a reporter for asking questions. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that actually happened in the United States. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, he's the second person now. There's actually been two. I've been to um, And of course, the classic, you know, double standard of justice. There were other reporters on the other side that also entered into the Capitol, didn't break windows, whatever. They were following the crowd and reporting on this and filming this from a report. He's a sanctioned reporter. He has credentials and so forth. Um, but yet another double standard of justice. Uh, People so, yeah. want the truth. People want the truth. And um, just another example of the Biden administration using oh, yeah. uh, lawfare and yeah. using the DOJ for their nefarious well, speaker, means. And Speaker Johnson, by the way, a couple other related points in this story, Dave. So Johnson's releasing another 5,000 hours of footage from the J6 day. So that's helpful. I see to say, put it all out there. I mean, get it all out there. Put it on a server, internet, get it all out right now. That's number one. Number two, the Supreme Court ruled this past week, big time in our favor, that the uh, DOJ's false use of the terrorism enhancement charge, I think it's called 1501C2 or something like that. Basically, it lets them add major enhancements, many, add many, many years to potential sentences for a lot of these defendants, which roughly is 20% of the total defendants. So of the 1,200 or so or 1,500 that have been charged and or convicted, about 300 are affected by these enhancement charges. Some of them are serving Thanks. years in prison right now. Well, guess what? The Supreme Court just said, eh, DOJ, you screwed up. You could, you should not have done this. Those, those, the, those uh, convictions will get punted. Mark my that words. That was a fantastic headline. Um, I, I, let's just hope that within very <laughs> short amount of time, we actually can get these people out of the gulag in D.C., uh, it's it's absurd that they're even still there. It's so upsetting. Yeah, it is. Upsetting. Uh, but no, that was that was a, a piece of good news. Let's let's follow up with it. But uh, connected to this whole thing, connected to McConnell, connected to uh, Schiff, Shifty Schiff, the number one book on Amazon right now, everybody, Peter Schweitzer. He's huh? the best investigative reporter in the world right now. Yeah. He's yeah. had a slew of these great books. Number one. So it shows you people. Like I was saying, people want the truth. The truth will set you free. His book is called Blood Money, Why the Powerful Turn a Blind Eye While China Kills Americans. Number yeah. one on Amazon, okay? You're not wow. stopping. You're not stopping the truth from coming out, people. You may try. You can try and arrest people. He has, this book dives deep into Gavin Newsom's partnership with a with the CCP-tied businessman. And speaking of Shifty Schiff, you just kind of alluded to it, that Schiff has incredible ties uh, and allowing, uh, you know, a, turning a blind eye to fentanyl coming yeah. in because remember it's the ccp that's really controlling the flow of fentanyl yeah. into this country not the not the mexican cartels Precisely. they're just a they're just a they're uh, just a there's a middleman yeah. a mule a mule yeah. for that whole thing but uh it's a, the the book is out now um there's so many details in, into it i'll just encourage anyone to if you want to if you really want to know what what's going on behind the scenes read that book yeah, I know 100%, Dave. Schweitzer's great. His timing is also great. The last book he released was nine months before a federal election also. So his, his timing is always very good with these books. And But he has great, all, all that aside, he has great content mm -hmm. in there. Uh, hey, look, you don't get to be number one on Amazon without moderates and left-hand side people buying the book. This is not just conservatives buying this book. Amazon always tries to, same with New York Times bestseller list. They always try to throttle down the ranking of these books because they don't want it to appear as though these things are as successful as they are. Oh, kind of like the Bloomberg poll that came out last week. Wait for it. Wait for it. Not Breitbart, not Gateway Pundit, not Steve Bannon, not Rant and Rave. Bloomberg poll 
Trump is up plus five or plus six in every battleground state. He's up by two points with suburban women. He's up with Hispanics. He's up with blacks. He's up with minorities. Asians are surging right now. Yes, Asians are yes. surging for Trump. So look, this is not this is not our data. Don't don't say, oh, you know, conspiracy theory. By the way, last time I checked, tell all my friends, conspiracy theorists are batting a thousand. Uh, it's just that at the time, we sound like we're crazy. And then 12 <laughs> to 18 months, it's like it's all the stuff with COVID, all of it, all everything, everything we said, everything we said two, three years ago when we started the show, all came true. All of it. Uh, I, I wish I could go back and replace some of the arguments I've had with people um, and, and they've just, you know, hung up on me on the phone or whatever. Dude, here, it's like, here, I feel like calling you, them back. You know? Yeah, here's what you know. Here's what you should do. Point them to one of our early episodes. They're all out there. Point them mm -hmm. to one of our early episodes and you, people can hear it for themselves. We, 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 we talked about we talked truth to power at the time and it's all come true. Yeah. I, so I, they, think, they, I can think of very I, look, I'm very uh humble right i, I i'm happy to take if i'm wrong please point it out somewhere where i've been yeah. wrong please point it out but for the most yes we've made mistakes there has been mistakes but for the most part these correct these predictions have been correct yeah our themes are correct i mean a couple tiny little maybe the details yeah. here there correct um directionally they, you know, correct yeah yeah uh hey a third state tried to tried to knock trump off uh illinois um another <laughs> nutcase uh yeah. da so yeah. i mean that's that's not I loved hearing your poll, even despite all that nonsense. And the other, the other kind of, right. you know, every, this has been kind of covered elsewhere, so I don't want to dive too uh, too deep on it. But Mr. Hunter Biden, the, the crack addict mm -hmm. and um, a corrupt loser for the Biden family, he actually gave his dis deposition, which I'm shocked. Remember, we kept this is one thing I must say. Right. We thought there's no way they're gonna, <laughs> he's ever going to sit there. Yeah. And, but apparently, you know, behind closed doors, I think it was recorded because there's a transcript. That's right. The transcript came out later. Yeah. But I don't think it's I don't think we'll ever actually see the video if it was even recorded. No, because it's a closed session. Yeah, it's a closed session. But this was, um, you know, you, you got to hand it to uh, people for hanging in there with this. Yeah. You know, James Comer, <clears throat> uh, Jim Jordan, they yep. pushed, they pushed, they got into <clears throat> to this. And basically all this did was reaffirm yeah. everything that we've been talking about for over another thing we've been talking about for two years, which we've been correct on. Yeah. That, you know, by, uh, Joe is the big guy. He did get kickbacks right, from right. both Hunter and the brother. So if nothing else, so I'm asking you a kind of a, a, a criminal thing. Um, we can't convict Joe Biden for lying. He's been lying his entire life. Yeah. But is there some kind of a, a quid pro quo? Is there a money laundering crime that the family can be convicted of? So that's going to be the yeah. tricky part because where where is the actual? And that's what they're going to, you know, the left will keep saying, well, there's no crime. He yeah. hasn't been convicted of anything. You know, the only thing the House can really hope for is enough guilt by association that it makes a difference in the presidential election, because yes. there's no way to get any kind of legal convictions. The president can only be ousted through the 25th Amendment, resignation or impeach and conviction. That's it. There's only certain ways constitutionally you can get rid of a president. And that's why the Supreme Court uh, took up the immunity case for Trump. Right. That's why they decided they have to, because people like in the left hand side was going apoplectic about this last week. Dave, if you watch the media, Donnie Deutsch melting. Oh, I'm so afraid. Oh, that's a Trump. That orange man. Bad. You know, they're so afraid they didn't want the Supreme Court to take up the question of of criminal immunity, civil immunity from pr criminal prosecution. If these are things you're doing during your job as president, they wanted them to take. Why, why can't they take it up quickly? Why can't they just do well? Because you have to have like openings, you know, briefs and all the rest of it. There's reason. But that's super important. And I think a lot of folks don't realize all members of Congress, all federal judges, 
um, have civil and criminal immunity from prosecution for things they do while they are in mm -hmm. those roles. The only hole in this, and that's why the Supreme Court's taking this up, is that the president of the United States, whoever it is, has immunity on the civil side. It's never been ruled on the criminal side, right? So that's where the whole J6 criminal thing immunity comes in. So that's why the Supreme Court, that's why SCOTUS has taken this case. It'll go to the SCOTUS in June. This will not be decided. Basically, Jack Smith's case is, is done. Okay, that's what the point I'm trying to get to. Special counsel Jack Smith's case is done because by the time the immunity case is over, they will not have the opportunity to put the Jack Smith case on trial before the election. Just won't happen. So that's number one. Number two, they're winning in Georgia. The Fonnie Willis thing, oh. I won't even go into it. We've talked about it before. That case is over before it started. That's finished. They've, she's now been caught in a perjury trap. She lied. There was a relationship with the prosecutor. He had, she was having sex with him. 2,000 text messages, hundreds of phone calls. You know, And this was all before the thing. So that one's done. There's still the, the civil trial in New York that's got to get worked out. That's really just a dollar question. So that, that'll just that'll just get worked out. It's on appeal uh, and so forth. So, look, we are we are winning the lawfare. That's the crazy thing. They, that they, is. Came at, they came at us with the lawfare, Mark Elias and the whole team of the Democrats. And we're winning on the lawfare. We're winning with the people. We're winning in the polls. We're winning with the primaries. We're winning across the board. Gee, I hate winning yeah, so much. I, I know. Um, that was a Trump line, actually. You're going to hate winning so much. Um, yeah, and it's very important, as you just noted, to control the narrative. When you're nine months out from the most important election of our lifetime, right. and for, you know, most people, we've talked about this, they, 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 have a glance they glance at a headline that's their that's the only their relationship right. that they want to yeah. have with politics they look yeah. at a headline yeah but when they see all these trump uh quote unquote crimes falling by the wayside and being uh, d turning into dust and yeah. then you see the hunter biden catching all these headlines that this 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 uh, the biden family was the, the most the biggest grifter of any political family in our history by ever. far not ever. even no one's even the clintons are pikers compared to these this gang yeah um the, you know the ties to uh, not only Ukraine, but uh, even Russia a little bit now, and the CCP. I mean, this is a this is a web that could be its own uh, movie series. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that will be in the headline much, lo much uh, longer than than the Trump nonsense. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I think that's absolutely correct, Dave. And I think, look, we're on a very good track now. We're in early March. We're about, what, eight months out or so. Uh, you know, he, he's Trump's just the guy's unstoppable. He's got incredible energy, right? He's unstoppable. The trains out of the station. I talked about it many, many, many months ago. All the Keebler elves would go down one by one. First to Sanctimonious, then Chris Christie, all the rest of them all falling apart. You know, now we got Nikki Nimrata Haley just holding <laughs> on, hold, holding on by, you know, on the edge of a sword for dear life. And look, I mean, this is going to be the most failed. I mean, her, she has literally killed her, metaphorically speaking, her entire political career. She will not win a single state at all. I mean, nope. what a total and complete loser. And that's why the strategy, you know, Trump is it's like full throttle, full throated you know, just, just, yeah, they were. just do it. And she's, it's going to be brutal. I mean, it's <laughs> what a total and, and, and and all the, loser. all the, all the, all of her major funding is also falling away by the wayside. Right. Even the Koch brothers have bailed They're on out. Her. So yeah, they, she, exactly. she's got nothing left. She's running on fumes and whatever hope that they were, they were trying to kind of, well, if she does real well, then Trump will have to have her as part of the cabinet. Uh-uh, that, that's yeah. done now. No, that's never going to happen. And like, I have to say, cause I just love talking about this and we're going to wrap it up here. But uh, Dave, to lose to none of the above, 
in Nevada. <laughs> it's still the greatest line. That's the greatest line ever. I mean, yeah, talk yeah. about connecting truth to fiction. I think I posted this on our social with Brewster's Millions. Who are you going to run for? None of the above. It's like, how could none of the above beat you? How humiliating <laughs> can that be? I mean, unbelievable. Oh, Dave, great to see yeah. you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Great to have you with us. And you can find us on, of course, on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are out there everywhere. Uh, social media at Rant and Rave 1776 on all platforms. And Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.